The Money Show. Small Business. With Pablo Fatidis. Small Business Focus is brought to you by NetBank, voted SA's best SME bank in 2022. See money differently. NetBank is a licensed FSP and registered credit provider. We're joined by Pablo Fatidis now in our business, small business feature about turning turmoil into profit. Now, turmoil will dominate the business environment for the next decade because of climate change, economic exclusion, driving populist politics and the shortages of uh, transitors. We're going to be speaking to Pablo Fatidis now. Pablo, welcome to The Money Show again and uh, welcome to the small business focus feature. How do you, as an entrepreneurial business owner, capitalize on chaos, on turmoil, on crises? You know, when I listen to how you said, and I, I feel a little bit guilty about talking about something like this, Mateo. Because, Why is that, Pablo? You know, profiteering, profiteering on turmoil sounds, it sounds so negative. It sounds so terrible. And yet... The reality is that the turmoil is going to, in my view, be here for the next decade at least. And the reality is, if you are an entrepreneurial business owner, then capitalizing on it means solving the many problems it's going to create for consumers, for businesses, for governments, for society. So turning that into profit, turning the turmoil into profit, has a very, very positive entrepreneurial bent to it because entrepreneurs are the people out there who see problems, see the problems emerging, see problems being created by all these issues yes, and look to solve those problems to the benefit of people that eventually become customers. And it sounds terrible, but it actually is a very positive thing. And without that entrepreneurial mindset, this turmoil is going to create massive misery. So turning it into profit is is a very, very positive um, act in many ways. And, and we should all hopefully see it that way. Well, Pavlo, I wouldn't have you feeling guilty. I mean, you know what they say, if there's panic in the market, there's also profit in the market as well. Just tell us more about what an entrepreneurial business owner is. So entrepreneurial is is all about seeing problems, seeing how problems come about, whether it be in society or whether it be in other businesses, and adopting a view that says, well, I'm not going to be a victim of those problems, and in fact, I'm going to make an effort to solve those problems and remove those problems from customers and clients. It's a good start, but it's not enough, because in order to do so in a meaningful way, you've got to build a business around it. And there are many people in business who are there simply to generate income for themselves but aren't looking at solving these big problems as they emerge at scale. And Mateo, that's why specifically for entrepreneurially-minded business owners, someone who has an eye to see a problem, a desire to fix it, but is able to build a business around it so that the benefits of that solution can be built across broad categories of customers or clients it's vital to have that mindset to succeed at turning profit or turmoil into profit
Now, Pablo, when you build a business as a, a small business owner or as a business owner, um, you know, you have a brand story and you have this business and you want to, you know, answer a particular question in society, in your community, so your business can thrive, you know. But there are moments where you find, you know, an opportunity arises by, from, for instance, maybe supply shortages, um, you know, in your particular town. Maybe, um, you know, your economy is going through unemployment and you can find a solution uh, to that and how governments can upskill people using your business. How do you, as a business owner, move away from your brand story and answer, you know, what's happening currently in terms of a crisis or a shortage in order to profit from that? So let me give you a couple of examples. You know, right now, right around the world, there's a massive shortage of transistors. The little devices that go into our computers they sit on top of the, the, the PC board. You know the little green card you have with all the diodes and resistors? Yeah, and yeah. That sits in your phone. It sits in your kettle. It sits in your oven. It sits in your car. It sits absolutely everywhere. There's a, a business that I'm doing some work with that's based out of the United Kingdom, and it was fascinating to listen to the story. This business was going along. It was doing about 15, 16 million a year. And all of a sudden, in the last six months, their turnovers have increased to almost 40 million for the year ahead. Because it's a massive shortage of not only these bits and pieces that make up the PC boards, but the world is rearming. And as a result of that, there's new demand now coming across all the militaries in Europe, in the United States, across the United Kingdom. So where is the opportunity over here to turn that into a sensible profit for this company? Firstly, they've been in the game for a long time. So they've got very, very well-established lines of supply. But let me tell you, not they did that was so clever. They turned around and they said, as fast as innovation is occurring in all the bits and pieces that make up the PC board, there are many, many, many companies out there that are sitting with bits and pieces that aren't being used, that might be six months old, that might be a year old, but through smart design, remain absolutely viable to create a PC board. They started a service six months back where they said, we will buy all your redundant bits and pieces that make up these PC boards. It was a brand new service they introduced, and it is responsible for generating 20% of that revenue. The turmoil the crisis of a lack of supply based on the fact that they've got a deep history in the industry gave them an insight in how to get ahead of it. And with chip shortages, uh, uh, Pablo, we've seen governments saying they're willing to put up the capital and the money if there are businesses, you know, willing to <laughs> sort out this, tor- this sort of problem. So, you know, small business owners won't have the trouble in getting the cash in, uh, to, to, to answer uh, some of uh, these global chip shortages. You know what? I, I'm never sure. I'm never sure whether I really believe that. I'm never sure where I really believe that because right now all that talk has not turned into any useful walk. The problem is that the chip shortage issue is is happening at such a fast pace around the world that by the time government can put the necessary processes and policies in place, by the time, for example, across the United States, the Republicans and the Democrats eventually find middle ground. Um, the opportunity to fund what was going to be funded has moved on already. 
and and there's a strong feeling that that has been the case across the world. So, you know what? My view: try, listen to government, listen to where policy is moving, yes. but don't rely on any of the incentives and promises and supposed grants that may come from it, because. You know, you could It'll be stuck in the bureaucracy, time. right? There won't be any political <laughs> will to run through with all the ideas they come up with. And just quickly, how do small businesses react uh, to things like climate change? How do they prepare themselves? Um, well, you know, I've, to I've got such a, I've got such a brilliant story. This business is 48 years old. Uh-huh. It's based out in, in Chicago, in Illinois, the area of Illinois. The founder has been selling and servicing wooden pallets, wooden pallets, for since inception. So he's been in the game for a long time. He understands the supply chain around it. He knows where the demand lies for it. But guess what's happened? Pallets, 90% of them globally, are still wood. Are still wood. And with what's happened with climate change, I mean, we saw those pictures of all those big fires right around the United States. Many of the lumber-producing forests have been and plantations have been completely destroyed. So climate change removed the, the steady, reliable supply of lumber. Yeah. And what he's done and done is he's invested deeply now into using reusable, recyclable plastic to start introducing to his clients that he has already marketed for um, reused plastic into pallet formations. It's going to put him ahead of the curve when eventually everything settles again. Well, uh, Pablo Fatidi is giving us some of those innovative companies that have responded to times of a struggle and turmoil in order to profit uh, from all the bad things that are happening in the world. He's telling us about small businesses that can react to all the bad things happening in the world, the war in Ukraine, inflation, economic exclusion, or the chip shortage, and how to respond as a small company in order to profit from bad times.